Hey, this is Meet Mortensen. Conversations with team members building their careers with us. We're talking to the people who are innovating our industry, who are improving the built world. And that's from the field to the office. These conversations are geared towards giving you an inside look into how the people of Mortensen approach a problem, how they think about the type of work that they do, the nitty gritty of their roles. We're talking about what motivates them and how we accomplish things. We want to give you as much detail into our culture and what it's like to work here as we possibly can. It's also fun to showcase all these incredible people that we have working here at Mortensen. So let's get into it. Enjoy the conversation. My name is Kendra Lyons and I'm a safety manager with the federal contracting team. I've been with Mortensen for just over eight years with the federal group. I had two internships with Mortensen in college and got hired on full-time after that. And Anne, why don't you introduce yourself? I am Ann Ayers. I'm a talent acquisition specialist within the uh, talent acquisition team, and I work pretty closely with the federal contracting team. Um, been with Mortensen for about two and a half years. So I'm Justin Swirk. I'm recruitment marketing manager here at, at Mortensen, and my goal is to talk to people like Kendra and Ann and help um, any candidates considering employment at Mortensen, what it's like to work here, what the expectations are, and really just get a good good feel for the type of people and the work that they could potentially be doing. You're, you've stayed at Mortensen for eight years. How come? Mortensen is a great company, and one of the my favorite things about them is that they're just so family-oriented, and they treat everybody with respect. Um, and safety is definitely a value of the company. So we learned early on about the zero-injury culture, and that started in 1995 when Mort Mortensen bought into it, and it just continues, and we're always striving to be better. And my favorite part about it is that we're working with these trade partners that may not have the best safety culture, but we're able to help build their programs and ingrain that culture, not in just to the craft team members, but also the companies. Yeah, and I think that aspect of building these safety cultures is um, a big differentiator, right? Because you're dealing with trade partners that might not have a, a high focus on the same level of safety as we have. So talk a little bit about how you are um, interacting with those trade partners. The thing that I really try to focus on is building the rapport with the craft. So I don't want them to work safe because there's a policy or regulation that says they have to. I want to build that culture that all injuries are preventable and they want to do it and work safe so they can go home to their families each day. They want to go sa or work safely because they want to protect the people around them. And building that rapport, you know, understanding what their challenges are, helping them along the way is really the way to engage with the craft and build that zero injury culture. So some of the ways that we can do that, uh, pre-task planning, stretch and bend, where we're talking about the hazards, um, that are going to be going on that day, any high-risk activities, doing the pre-test planning with the crews, making sure that they're set up for the day, they understand the risks that they could be exposed to and how they're going to control them. And then the crew sponsorship program, which I think is one of the best things that we've implemented in the last couple of years, where a Mortensen supervisor is assigned to a crew, and we're really that go-to person for them. We're doing pre-test planning with them. We're making sure that they're set up for success for the day. They understand all of the announcements and any hazards. So it's not just a safety um, safety professional activity, you know, being really that go-to person for them if they have questions or issues or concerns. 
So we have that one Mortensen person that they feel comfortable with and will bring up any issues they might have. It, is pre-task planning and all of that, the, the, the planning aspect that Mortensen puts uh, in place before you even start work, is that commonplace or would you say that's something that is is unique? Every company does something different of that, but the fact that we focus so much on the pre-planning of their work, um, making sure that they're set up for success, they have the right training and tools and knowledge and equipment, and then doing the day-to-day pre-task planning with them where they really are in the work area, looking at the hazards that could affect their work, because that pre-planning is only know, just thinking of what could happen and pre-test planning is really putting in the effort that day to understand the risks. You know, I wanted to circle back on something that you were talking about, how we are affecting subcontractors and their companies. I was talking to a candidate who told me that in the 90s, he was working on a project with Mortensen, you know, if he was working with a subcontractor and, and he saw them doing bend and stretch and their company implemented bending bend and stretch after working with Mortensen. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it's so funny now because so many of the large GCs do bend and stretch, but I'm pretty sure Mortensen was one of the first companies to ever do it back in the 90s. Yeah, um, I think this, so. I think so. <laughs> this story about that is um, we were on a project in California and we had a whole bunch of Mortensen concrete craft workers. And we were having so many um, muscular skeletal injuries that we were like sending people to the doctor and physical therapists all the time. So we went to a PT and we said, what can we do um, to prevent, to prevent people from coming to see you? And they said, well, you need to get them warmed up. So you guys need to start stretching in the morning before they start work. And that's how that got started. And I love that, that not only that's like, that's extended across the entire organization right now. That's, that's standard for every project before they start work. Yep. We even do it in the office. We even do, yeah, that's right. We even do it in the office, um, which helps us stay connected to obviously the people who are who are doing the work out, out in the field. And that's the, that's the caring aspect, right? Because um, it, it's everybody looking out for each other. And so you talked um, about that caring and concern beforehand. So dive a little bit into that about how that approach looks like. Yeah. So Mortensen is definitely a company that approaches all behaviors with caring and concern. If we see somebody like doing an at-risk behavior, we're not going to go and yell at them for doing something wrong, but we're going to get down to the bottom of it and see why that behavior is occurring. So, you know, when we can do positive reinforcement, we should be doing that. And if there's an unsafe behavior or at-risk behavior, we want to figure out the root cause. So are they performing that way because they don't have the right equipment to do it safely? Is their foreman pushing them to do something because they're behind schedule? Do they have the right training to even know what to do? So I think that's one of the best things that Morrison does is we really focus on the people and look for opportunities to self-correct and grow, not placing blame on them for doing something wrong. Um, Probably like a month ago, and there was a crew in a very tight mechanical room and they tied off to a joist, which isn't typically allowed because it doesn't support the 5,000 pound acre point. And they thought they were doing the right thing, but they also didn't have the right um, type of lanyard that would actually protect them from a fall. So they thought they were doing the right thing by being able to tie off when they were working on above six feet. Um, 
but they actually didn't realize that that wasn't actually going to support them if they were to fall. So that was an opportunity to do some training and just on the spot training to make sure they understood the hazards and the risks of tying off that way. Well, and in those situations too, you know, you, you learn from that and we're probably going to find a lot of places where we've got confined spaces that people have to figure out how to keep themselves safe, even if it isn't quite as obvious as usual. Yeah. So that's part of the building the rapport where they feel comfortable coming to Mortensen in instances like that, you know, working as a team in a collaborative, collaborative effort to figure out how to do that work safely. Yeah. Because sometimes it's just hard to figure out the right solution. The crew sponsorship, that's got to make a big difference in something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's like, as long as they're planning their work and we're identifying that as a potential challenge that day, that's where that crew sponsor can help, you know, come up with a solution before they start the work. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, we focus, you're focusing so much on the craft and engaging with the craft. And um, you had mentioned earlier when you are engaging with, with our trade partners, the the craft individuals are going to be taking their direction from the soup and the foreman. And so how do you kind of navigate that aspect of, um, you know, I own zero injuries and our zero injury culture and building that and getting the trade partners on board and getting the why behind it? So we do have a managing obligations accountability system that we implemented a couple of years ago. And it's not placing blame on the person who's working unsafe or trying to be a safety cop. You know, the accountability is spread all among Mortensen, whether you're a field engineer or a project executive, even down to the craft worker, you know, making sure that you're doing the right thing and not doing it if you're not sure how to work safely. Um, But so often in the past with most companies, if you saw somebody doing something unsafe, you would discipline that person. But with our action evaluation model, we're really trying to get to the root cause of why it happened and not placing blame just on the person that was working unsafe. Like If they're getting pushback from their foreman or superintendent to go get something done because they're behind schedule and their superintendent doesn't care if it's safe or not, we're going right. to you know, hold the highest person accountable if they're the person making that decision. And that, I have to imagine, comes from everybody feeling empowered and the obligation for sure. But from the top down, um, it's safety is top of mind. And so, you know, it's always doing the right thing, even when nobody is looking and ingraining that, that culture. Right. Yeah. And and that's one of the best parts about Mortensen is safety is in every single person's job description. It is not the safety professionals. sole responsibility to ensure that craft and trade partners are working safe on site. It's every single person's obligation to participate in our safety program. If there's only the safety engineer out there looking for, you know, hazard recognitions and near misses and at-risk behaviors, the project's never going to be successful. In this profession, um, you know, traditionally, I'll say is, and, and maybe this, you can please correct me, like you're sitting in your truck, right? And you're looking, watching a crew. How has Mortensen enabled you to get out? Obviously, the collaborative aspect of it, crew sponsorship of it. But how do you describe like your typical day um, where, you know, reports are part of your day, but not the main part? You're not in the trailer. You're you're out and engaging because, one, I have to assume like that's what kind of drives 
drives you is that interaction is building that family of, of having everybody care for each other to go home um, every day. But I am rambling now, so I will shut up and let you talk. Yeah. So we expect our safety engineers to be in the field about 70% of the time. And that's really where you have to be to be building that culture. You're not going to build a culture from the office. So being out in the field, building rapport with the craft, understanding what their challenges are, asking them about their work, you know, really understanding what they're doing, letting them teach you what they do and what their challenges are, just building that camaraderie that's one team and we're all successful together. That's something I really push in that I did starting my career because you could be, you know, the best safety professional and know all the standards in the book, but you're never going to be successful unless you understand construction and the work that goes in place. So I would spend most of my time following around foremen, following around the superintendents, just literally asking them question after question about how they install their work. I've laid a brick on every single project I've been on. I've installed an outlet on every single project I've been on. You know, I've finished concrete on every single project. And that's really what I push a lot of younger safety engineers too, because everybody loves teaching, you know, people their 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 skills. Everybody wants to transfer their knowledge. And that's a great way to build rapport with the craft. It's also so true, right? Like you get somebody to, to talk about a, a subject or a skill or a craft that they have, and they're going to, you know, they'll talk your ear off. Like, you know, why do you do it this way? And they're going to give you that reasoning. And, you know, the more people that you ask why, 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 and approach it from that, like, I'm just learning, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not looking for like how you did it wrong, right? I, I truly want to learn. I think is a, is a big differentiator. And I think you've, you've said it multiple times is building that rapport and is building that like why behind it before you make a recommendation, right? You have to understand what is going on, how the work is being done, the approach before you truly can make a recommendation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's pretty black and white, but most of the time it's not. And you really have to understand the challenges that they're working through because not everything is feasible and they're not going to appreciate you if you're going up and giving them feedback of something you don't even understand. Awesome. Well, Kendra, thank you so much for, for giving you uh, your time here with us today. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. All right. Everybody have a good day. Have a good day. Bye. That's it. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Please reach out to us if you have any questions but we really hope you enjoyed this episode of Meet Mortensen. Have a great day.